0: You're listening to Cap Gemini North America's CR radio. Greetings, everyone. Welcome to this Corporate Social Responsibility Podcast, featured on Capgemini North America CR Radio. My name is Yvonne Harris, and I'm the Inclusion Brand Leader for Capgemini North America and a member of Capgemini's Corporate Social Responsibility Team. Our team is excited to leverage podcasts as a means to provide relevant CSR updates and share the good works contributed by our Capgemini colleagues, partners, and clients. For context, corporate social responsibility for Capgemini spans three pillars, digital inclusion, environmental sustainability, and diversity and inclusion. So the topics that we explore in our podcast will align with one of these areas. I hope you enjoy this podcast episode and obtain new information that inspires you to take an action that will make a positive difference for yourself and for others. Joining me on today's podcast are Christiana Vadian, aka KA, and Andy Appel, both of whom I have the pleasure of working with, given their passion for diversity and inclusion. And they are also two of Capgemini's social media powerhouses. Welcome to the podcast today. Thanks, Elon.
1: Thank you very much.
0: K.A. and Andy, I know you very well, but um, I'd like for you to please introduce yourself to our listeners so they can get to know you a little bit better. K.A., why don't we start with you?
2: Sure. Thanks. So, Yvonne, Christiana Vidian, as you said, K.A. is what I go by. Um, I've been with kept Gemini for 16 years, and I'm proud to say that um, I've been part of several parts of the organization and currently part of our accelerated solutions environment, leading one of our offers under that ASC umbrella. Um, and my gay job is uh, to be part of our out front community, which I launched 11 years ago, and also part of our women's initiative group.
1: Thank you. Andy? And I'm Andy Happel, having been with Capgemini for 15 years. Uh, likewise, I've worked in multiple parts of the organization, and early on in my career, Capgemini was introduced to the Accelerated Solutions Environment Practice, uh, actually usable projects through years. And now find myself delivering those services all over the world with Capgemini's uh, clients, partners, and colleagues. So great, good fun. Now based in San Francisco with my husband. Uh, you'll hear the Canadian come out though as we talk. And um, I was one of the founding members of Outfront when KA and some others founded it. So thank you so much for that, KA, because I know it was an impetus for other ERGs. I'm also very proud to say I'm the executive sponsor for Hola Capgemini, Cap that's for our Hispanic leadership uh, colleagues that are interested in furthering their careers in those avenues.
0: That's super. Um, Thanks to you both. And I have a few questions that I want to run through um, today and would just simply ask for both of you um, to jump in and share your thoughts and ideas um, because I know you've been so active in the ERG space for such a period of time. Um, There are colleagues here at Capgemini that could definitely learn from the things that you'll share today as well as people um, at other organizations who are really trying to boost their d efforts, and the two of you have been at the forefront for so long. I know there are going to be nuggets of wisdom that will float, flow through, so I'm super excited. So let me start by um, saying that Capgemini is proud to join the celebration for the month of June as Pride Month. So each of you, please share your reflections on why Pride Month is meaningful for you. Andy, do you mind if we start with you this time?
1: Oh, happy to. Pride Month for me personally, given my age, having been a child of the 1960s, is one of those times when I typically reflect on how far we've come in parts of the world and how much um, work there is to be done in other parts of the world. So I'm very conscious being part of Capgemini with 200,000 colleagues uh, plus around the world that Having grown up in Canada, there have been such strides there, and there are full equal rights for LGBT people there. Everyone's an equal Canadian citizen with equal rights under the law. Not the same case everywhere else in the world. So every year when Pride comes along, it's almost a Thanksgiving celebration slash uh, uh, time to reflect on how grateful I am for the life I've been afforded. And living in the United States now in San Francisco. Likewise, grateful to all the trailblazers that have enabled the life I lead and feeling like I should be contributing in the community at Capgemini and beyond our borders. Um, And so pleased that Capgemini is involved in so many things through Pride Month to engage in our local communities.
0: That's great. I love the spirit of gratitude, um, Andy. It's so powerful. K.A., what about you? So I was writing about
2: this earlier this week. My first Pride event was the San Francisco Pride Parade, which really is the mega of Pride Parades. Um, and I went to this event um, actually when I was with Ernst and Young. And I went with a colleague, friend, a, a, a good ally who was going with her cousin and invited me to go with them. And I, looking back now, I am so appreciative and grateful for um, her name's Jack. Her opening that window to me to make me feel like it was okay to be going to a Pride event with one of my colleagues um, and really just recognizing the celebration in, in that. Um, and and since then since I've attended many Pride events around the world, and as Andy said, I, I would echo just the uh, gratitude of being part of something bigger, being part of a movement uh, that's important to us. And for me, Pride is very much about creating a better place for those who come after us. So cool to be able to have this conversation and and recognize how far we have come.
0: Well, both you and Andy have created a better place for so many of our colleagues at Capgemini. And um, for that, I thank you both. Um, Ka, if I may, let me stick with you. And um, as you know, Capgemini and many of our clients have very robust employee resource group programs which support and reflect our ongoing commitment to driving an inclusive culture. So specifically for Pride Month, but really anytime. What actions can members of any ERG or allies take to recognize the importance of this month or the importance of supporting the LGBT effort?
2: Yeah, I think it's a good question. And I think it's something that, you know, within Capgemini, we're always looking to collaborate better with our clients, with our technology partners, with our business partners, And um, using that as a platform to create change, um, not just because Capgemini is part of an ecosystem. And so working across that ecosystem to celebrate in Pride events, to um, participate in local events that do drive change is where I think you get the most uplift as an organization. And for me, it's where I found the most personal satisfaction of creating new relationships that you might not have if you had if you didn't have this opportunity to collaborate together. Um, and the other thing I really love about collaboration in LGBTQ arena is that it breaks down competitive silos. So Capgemini may be there, marching right next to Accenture, to PwC, to our you know to folks in a business perspective, we may be competing with. But being able to recognize we are in something in this regard, in a common ground, and we're all learning from each other and growing together, I think
0: is fairly exciting. Andy, anything to add?
1: Well, I I would echo all of that and include in it the um, KA is on the board of an organization. May I share the name of that organization, KA, that you recently invited me to attend some event?
2: Yes, you may.
1: Well, thank you. So, uh, KA is on the board of Lesbians Who Tech, Mm -hmm. and this is uh, a congregation of, and keep me honest, please, KA, 30,000-plus women and allies in the tech industry across... all dimensions of the tech industry, and there was a huge summit uh, that gathered in San Francisco earlier this year, and KA extended an invitation to me to attend, and I said, well, wait, I'm a middle-aged guy, and hey, Andy, we'd love for you to come along. And to the point of ecosystem, there were trading partners, client, colleague, learning from each other, sharing things with each other to make our communities better, to create space for new generations. One of the things they do in that organization is say, okay, we want to ensure that not only are women featured in the panels of these technologists, but women of color in huge proportion compared to any other sessions I've ever been to. And the feeling of innovative, diverse, inclusive creation together Uh, was just so powerful, so I'm so grateful that KA is representing Capgemini on that board and including some of us who are fortunate enough to be participating in those events.
0: Well, and Andy, to build off what you're sharing, um, that's one of the things that I really admire about both you and KA is um, your intuitive nature to just share the goodness. Um, There's never a thought about, oh, we're doing something great here at Capgemini. Let's keep it in a vacuum. Let's keep it in an incubator. It's just natural to you that if we're doing something great, we will share it and vice versa. If you find a best practice, you bring it back um, home to the organization. So I just Love that trait in both of you. I'm going to switch gears if I can. I want to spend a little bit more time on the OutFront ERG, and um, that's Capgemini's ERG for the LGBT community and allies. And the mission of OutFront is to provide a forum for education and awareness supporting the professional growth of LGBT individuals and allies by fostering a safe environment within Capgemini North America for individuals to be authentic in the workplace, um, K A I know you have that mission probably um, ingrained on your brain cells. Um, You've heard it so many times. And I know you were a part of the Outfront journey since its inception, and Andy referred to that earlier. Can you share your reflections on your experience with Outfront from the beginning to now? How did it start? How has it evolved? What were some early wins? And what's on the horizon for Outfront from your perspective?
2: Yeah, thanks. It's our 11th year of being the first employee resource group that kept Gemini launched in North America. So it's pretty cool to be part of the inception of not only Outfront, but also ERGs across North America. Um, I, so I was telling the story earlier today that, uh, when I first started with was Ernst & Young at the time, I was not out. I didn't feel like it was safe to be out. I, um, went to projects and didn't really talk much about my personal life. And um, then I moved into a different part of the organization, um, the ASC, which is actually where I am today as a second time of Torah duty in ASC. Um, but when I moved to that group in the first time, I felt like, okay, this is a place that's safe for me. It's safe for me to come out. It's safe for me to tell other people that, um, I date women, it's safe for me to be my true authentic self. And there was such liberation in that truly um, being my authentic self that I felt like, okay, now I need to find my people. Now I need to find my tribe. And I looked around and um, wanted to try to make connections. And so uh, I remember being at a dinner with Chris Pala one of our colleagues, Um it was a client dinner we were at, and I remember exactly the restaurant we were at in Cupertino across the street from our old offices, and we were in the parking lot talking about, okay, what does it mean to be gay at Gemini, and what do we need to do about this? What We should create a group, and so that's how it began in the parking lot in Cupertino 11 years ago, and then uh, put an email out on talent, kind of calling our tribe to raise their hands for interest, um, and then at the time, connected with one of our colleagues who was actually transitioning um, from male to female within Capgemini. And uh, the three of us kind of started that group. And it's been interesting and wonderful to see that journey. And some days it felt hard. It felt like it was a battle that was a hard thing to fight. But if I look now at where we are and what we've come from and the movement that has been created not only in north america but across the globe by these efforts it's something i'm i'm proud of and i'm proud of cap gemini for having the commitment to support something like this i'm proud of our executive leaders for supporting it and um, getting past what originally was a legal issue to even start the group, mm-hmm. and I'm really, really proud of where we are from an all-up DNI standpoint, where we are in terms of the ERGs that we have across the globe, um, and truly
0: embedding this into the business that we do day to day. So, Andy, when did you connect with um, Christiane and join the um, OutFront journey?
1: Well, so I connected with Christiane in the very first ASC session I attended when I joined the then Cap Gemini Ernst and Young, and was directed to the ASC to provide some services to a huge project. And somehow the um, sparkle in both our eyes was, "Hey, I think you're part of my tribe." I love that term. <laughs> K- I
0: do so too. They held
1: as friends, but then. I actually was introduced to Outfront through the ASE practice leader who contacted me one day and said, now Andy, I believe you mentioned you have a husband. This may be out of step with the normal business conversation, but one of the ASE people is leading a new group called um, Outfront. And I thought perhaps she'd be interested in having a conversation. Her name is Christiane Ovidian. And I said, Christiane? I know Christiane in the A.C. Well, that would be fantastic. Why don't... And so I became a a member, but it was interesting to me that he was so gentle and delicate to say, you may or may not, I may be wrong, but this might be of interest. And I remember in talking to K.A. and Chris in early days, why do we need this thing i I like help me I'm happy to have conversations anytime, but it was the sense of wanting to be helpful to others in our organization I'm on a phone, uh, letting younger consultants know that it's okay to be your authentic self at work, and then being so surprised and proud I love that word k a because that's it proud of leaders who Acknowledge that they wanted to create a culture and an organization where we can be authentic and we do support each other and we do help each other grow and learn. So it, it, that for me was, oh, well, then it's a no-brainer. Of course I want to be part of this organization. And then that feeling of belonging to a tribe inside the bigger tribe of Capgemini was pretty magical too.
0: So, Andy, let me stay with you for a moment. And um, if someone from another company or organization is listening to this podcast and they would like to start an LGBT employee resource group or find their tribe, as we're saying, what advice would you give them? And um, you know, where would you tell them to start with the effort and any other words of wisdom you would give them as they are taking this journey as well?
1: So the first word of wisdom I would give is absolutely worth it. For those of us who have been on this journey from, and first I'll start with gratitude for those founders, K-A-U and the other founders of the, the group that is now out front, but do it. Start. If you're passionate to make a difference in your organization, reach out to, I, if you have an ERG uh, structure in your company and don't have an LGBT uh, ERG, we have a friend uh, who's also in one of our trading partner, uh, ecosystem partners, who when he joined his firm, he simply shared, Andy, I came from a bank, I came into this technology company, and there wasn't an LGBTQ ERG. I was shocked. I mean, we have an inclusive culture, et cetera, and he said, so I started talking to My leader, who then talked to his leader and found a way to just reach out and say, is it okay, work with HR, but find a way to make it happen. But do some research, explore internally to see what's available, and then be that lightning rod to attract others that want to make a difference in the world, uh, just as K.A. did for us.
0: Well, K.A., I'm going to send the question over to you, but um, I think one of the things that's just um, apparent in um, your effort is definitely the advice that it's a marathon, not a sprint. And, um, you know, I think just in the time that you've spent with the ERG obviously reflects your passion, your care, your concern, your fortitude. So... Um, you know, some quick advice that I'm sprinkling in is that anyone who's looking to start an ERG must be willing to stick with it for a period of time, um, but I'd like to hear more from you beyond the time and the patience. What other advice would you give?
2: Yeah, it's a great question and there are hard days for sure. Um, so creating a, creating your community so it's not just you. You need, you need, you know, two or three people that, that are doing this because there's going to be days that you're going to get discouraged. There's going to be days that nobody's going to show up to phone calls. There's going to be days that you take a step backward, but you've got to be in it for the long haul to see where you're going. And I think, um, a couple, a couple things I would say is number one, don't boil the ocean. You know, start with baby steps, start with small milestones so that you can recognize success and that success breeds success. And so establish those small milestones, baby steps that you want to do for the first year. This is a long haul journey and and know what you're in it for. I guess that's the second thing. Know what your mission is, what your desired outcomes are, what your people want out of this group. And that may shift over time. What Outfront offered year one, it looks very different than when Outfront offers year 11, and that's based on the people and what their needs are and what's happening in the political climate. That all changes. Um, and then the third thing I would say is executive support and sponsorship is key having someone whether it's LGBT or not but at that executive level has a seat at the table to up level make sure that it's getting the uh, talking points that it needs to the leadership team is critical so find find your executive sponsor who can help you carry the torch you're not in it alone
0: well, this has been absolutely super, and um, I'm just so um, happy that we had this time together uh, today to record this information. I know there are going to be a lot of key takeaways for um, ERG members, leaders, program directors. Um, you guys were just tremendous in what you shared, so thank you. Thanks, Yvonne.
2: Absolute
1: pleasure, Yvonne.
0: Thank you for listening to this podcast. Until our next episode, make a decision to have a positive impact in the space of corporate social responsibility, intend to engage in a project related to environmental sustainability, digital inclusion, and or diversity and inclusion. And if you're a Capgemini colleague, join an employee resource group or become an ally to an ERG. To everyone, have an amazing day. You're listening to Capgemini North America's CR Radio.